Just give them a second. Guys, welcome to another week with another world-class hypnotist that's going to be joining us in a few moments' time to tell us a few of his stories from the stage and uh, what a great guy we've got as well. Each week, we're trying to bring you uh, uh, an expert in the field of stage hypnosis and performance hypnosis. And each week, uh, you know, we're, we're picking people that have got, um, you know, the people that actually walk the walk, that are actually doing these things. Uh, today's guest uh, is the number one booked comedy show in the US of A and Canada. That's that's kind of pre-COVID. Um, he's a great guy, can be controversial at times, um, has got some great opinions. Uh, it's going to be an interesting show today. Um, I think we're going to be fighting for airtime to talk. Um, probably one of the best dressed hypnotists that's out there as well, which is an important thing as well when it's about presentation and, and doing the, your stagecraft as well. So without any further ado, uh, please uh, make some noise um, for our guest today, the one and only Mr. There we go. There you go. You're here now. Everything on your side of the pond. Uh, it's twelve, a little after twelve noon my side. Oh, just so. just in the afternoon then. Yeah, yeah. It's it's noon, and I'm a block off the beach, so yeah, I can yeah. wave at you from over here. Brilliant. I, I, I always kind of say, in my mind, being a, being a Brit, um, Americans fall into two categories for me. You're either in a warm part of America or a cold part of America. Which are you in? Uh, I'm actually in a part that's a lot closer to your temps on an average oh. basis. So oh. um, I got to run this in Fahrenheit because Celsius leaves my brain fried. Uh, <laughs> but right now it's about 62 degrees outside you know, decent amount of humidity. We get fog in at night, the whole, everything that you guys get, we get a lot of rain out here, uh, but I'm living on the beach on the, on, on the West coast. Nice. So, you know, uh, again, similar weather to what I know England usually experiences depending on where you're at, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, now is supposed to be our warm time, but it's actually, it's raining. It's great. It's like it's autumn at the moment now. So a couple of things, it would be remiss for people that are watching this on a replay or a catch up. We are in the middle of uh, the whole COVID pandemic kind of shut down here in the UK. Yeah. You guys, you're a bit more open now. Uh, you're starting to relax a few things. I start to see some venues opening up. Well, we, we're getting, we're getting some bookings for events, but then, you know, a lot of our events that are booked are then getting kicked back out again because they're either reclosing it or they're being extra careful. Yeah. And then we've got some who are going, COVID, Schmovid, let's go out and have a party. <laughs> and so you get a little bit of everything. And, you know, from my perspective, as long as you take your basic precautions, you know, wash your hands, don't touch your face, you know, don't stick, rub your hand all over somebody else's face and stick your hand in your mouth, you know, don't start licking people's nostrils, you know, don't get <laughs> Don't get up on top of people like that. You're generally pretty safe. You know, if yeah. people want to space themselves six feet. Okay. You know, and speaking of that, obviously for the shows that are coming up, we're having to deal with spacing people out and things, things. And people were freaking out online. Oh my God. I can't, I can't put everybody in a line. What am I going to do? Put them in a staggered line. I just, yeah. you know, some of the, the things that, that people are freaking, but I'm used to having them like this, you know, they want them on top of each other doing yeah. stuff it's like well just don't do that yeah. uh and people have a hard time imagining that yeah it, it's when you've been especially in our industry there's a lot of people that have been doing the same thing for a long time 
and any slight variation of that just cause mass panic. But the good thing is, is you know, there is the the the, the hygiene, the cleanliness of bringing things in that are, they're a good thing, really. You know, I've always been a big thing of uh, um, the whole microphone issue. Uh, a lot of people talk about like health and safety and the germs on stage. My microphone constantly is being kind of anti-backed because it's the most disgusting thing in the entire world. And when you're passing that oh, to yeah, strangers, right? you've got that. It's it's disgusting, and people are like, oh, you've well, got to do this, and you've got to do that. You're not sucking it off of them, you know. You're well. not you're not like, <laughs> like giving the microphone a good lick. So, yeah. but you know what? Uh, obviously, we just auditioned for America's Got Talent here. My daughter yeah. and I just recently and every single time we were up on stage for anything they handed us a mic they wiped down just the handle yeah they wiped down the handle maybe they changed the foam top and 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 you know rinse wash repeat uh but you know basic stuff yeah. you know an antiseptic cloth is easy to get uh yeah. obviously out here in america trying to get alcohol or wipes or any of that stuff never mind toilet paper oh, has been yeah. a nightmare out here it's been nuts uh certainly yeah. put a big dent in everybody's world yeah and I, th I think it's the same the world over so hopefully it you know there'll be a new a new normal etc um america's got got talent uh your daughter is the the world's youngest hypnotist Tell she is yeah you know what i brought her up on stage um at five and wow. she'd been obviously to hundreds of my shows over the years and um she knocked them dead. Uh, literally, she just dropped people. She's like, all right, Dad, you want to show you? Boom, 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 boom. I'm like, okay, and she was a hit. So yeah. I brought her in a couple of shows. You know, I I was thinking, hypno dog like Christina, right? Like, here, yeah. here's a cute little kid a couple of times, and, you know, let's, let's let her have a little bit of fun. And uh, then I sent her back off the stage. I didn't bring her back up again. And all of a sudden, I came back at the end of one of my shows, and she is bawling. She is pissed. And I look at my wife, who... You know, in the summer, everybody comes with me. And I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, uh, you didn't bring her on stage. And my <laughs> daughter was friggin' upset. So I told her I'd bring her up on stage for 10 minutes, one show a day. And that ended up being two shows a day. And her time of slot has stretched from, you know, five minutes to 15 minutes. Wow. Uh, I think we're having a few hiccups with uh, internet, of course, today. Oh. So I've seen you pop up a couple of times that you join the broadcast so i don't know if i dropped off on you at all oh no 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 yeah you're on there i have a little thing right. across the bottom that tells people to do i've got a couple of people saying hello uh jason morgan uh who's a welsh hypnotist hey, in the uk yeah uh, jason says angie. hi yeah uh, yeah angie says hi as well so there's, there's a few people getting there and someone says can you make your eyes do that spiral thing then i know like <laughs> yeah sorry they're just blue yeah they're just blue, they're just blue. Um, speaking of appearance um you're one of the few hypnotists that has some really good stage wear. I mean, a lot of guys have good stage wear, but you have some really good stage wear. Uh, I was, I was quite. You've read quite my disappointed. Post you, yeah, I'm quite disappointed. You're not wearing the hat. I love the hat. Um, it's a, the it's hat a great it, image it, it to have. I can snap my fingers. A hat can appear. <laughs> Brilliant. So yeah, so uh, you all seem to have some really cool jackets as well. I'm a big cool jacket fan myself. Um, is there is there any? Oh, Kaz Riley says hi. Hey, Kaz, know Kaz. Hey, Kaz, Kaz a great UK hypnotist. Um, yeah, uh, and Sam Lyons says a up treacle. Uh, that's a very Yorkshire great way of saying hello. Uh, okay. Sam Lyons is, is yeah is a great person, okay, a good, great good. performer. Thank you. Because well, I needed the translation. <laughs> yeah, Yorkshire is the centre of the universe. I know you Americans think it's somewhere in America, but it's not. It's in Yorkshire, in England, is the centre of the universe. 
Everything circles around Yorkshire. Everything. 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 All right. <laughs> uh, Ian Rogers as well. And we've got a few hypnotherapists watching as well. So uh, what what brought you to the stage? What's, we've just heard about your daughter and how she got on the stage and how fantastic that is. How, what, yeah. what got you onto stage? Uh, what brought me to the stage? Well, I've been in mm. entertainment since I was a little kid. Uh, when I was six, seven, eight, I was doing big store openings and little commercials and things. I was born and raised in Las Vegas. So... Mm. I was. We were tied into entertainment. We're tied into Wayne Newton. Uh, we're tied into Circus of the Stars. We're tied into a lot of things that other people just don't get access to. Uh, my mom had me because I was that ADD, ADH, uh, ABCD kid that drove everybody nuts. Uh, on top of that, you know, by the time I was in third grade, I was the kid who was reading at college level, so you couldn't pull anything over me. I was. I was way too smart for my age. I had too big of a mouth. Um, we were involved in a lot of stuff. And so I was always in entertainment. Uh, so, you know, I, I was in ballet, weirdly enough, uh, ended up dancing on TV when I was in my teens. Uh, I think, um, I don't have it on that profile, but I do have video up of when I was dancing on an international Latin American <laughs> dance show, uh, back when I was a teen. So I danced in several shows on TV. No, for any of you who are asking, no one was stuffing dollar bills down my G-string. That didn't happen. <laughs> this was professional stuff. Uh, and then, of course, my mom being tied into entertainment, she was also tied into the foofy-foofy stuff that some of the hypnotherapists and stage hypnotists get into. If you're into that stuff, I apologize. I'm not trying to offend you. <laughs> I still find chakra alignment rather funny. Uh, but, you know, all the crystals and all the the, the, the pizzazz around it, and let's face it, I shouldn't talk like this. I own newagemetaphysics.com. So, uh, you know, and obviously the metaphysical is tied to our business pretty heavily, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I was in a store and uh, I was being a loudmouth little Italian kid. And uh, the guy said, shut up. And I said, no. And he said, I'm going to hypnotize you if you keep it up. But I said, do me, you know, <laughs> hey, come on, show me. Two, 30 seconds later, I couldn't open my eyes. And I was like, oh, hell no. And then, of course, we showed uh, Arabian horses at, at uh, events. And I ran into this guy. I, I was watching him from sta uh, on stage. He brought all these people up. They dropped down, did everything he wanted. So I would go sneak behind the stage. I would see if you could bring – how was he doing this? Was he paying people? Mm -hmm. You know, I watch all of his shows. Funny enough, 20-some-odd years later, I'm sitting next to him in a car going, so, Terry – you do realize, and I'm talking about the one and only Terry Stokes. Yeah. Just so you know, I used to watch you when I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I worked for Terry. Here, just for you, just for a few minutes. Here you go. Hey, there we go. Yeah. Now we're talking. But now you know you're what? an American. Here's the thing. The funny thing about the hat is it works for certain events. So I work some of the mm. largest rodeos in America. I work other events. But you know what? In the right corporate event in Montana? Sure, the hat. But the rest of the time, you know, if it's a Roaring Twenties event, got the fedora. It's costuming. Nice. Uh, yeah. The other side of it is if you work in outdoor events, it keeps your ears from get and nose from getting burnt. Like there's a practical end to it. My hair started to, to, to disappear like everybody else's, and I still have more of it than a lot of these guys. Yours is going the same way. I see it. Oh, it is. It is. It needs oh, cutting yeah, this it. It's super long. Yeah, yeah. You're brushing it this way. Just you're brushing it, it just that way. Just it over. <laughs> this last year, I finally said, you know what? It's COVID. Shave it off. Just be done yeah. with it. 
you know, because yeah. I, you know, it's a depression watching it go <laughs> as you get older. Uh, uh, so no, the guy, the guy who does my sound, uh, uh, Alan, a great friend of mine, he's, he's been doing it for years, um, but he's, he's 10 years younger than me. Um, but he's been losing his hair for as long as I've met him. Oh, yeah. But he's just he's, he's he's trying to hold on to it for for all that it's worth. Bless him. Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah I, um, I you know what? Before I before I cut the hair off, people were going. So you're right, running around right about fifty, and I and I whacked the hair <laughs> off. And they're like, so you're about thirty five. I'm like, all right, no hair, good thing. <laughs> so that's, you know, you told it to me. I don't yeah, feel very to be off. <laughs> yeah, well, keep it as long as you can. But you know, once you start combing from the back to the front or having to flip your yeah. beard over, <laughs> the worst thing about growing old, though, is as it disappears here, it starts to grow out your ears. Yes, I don't know. Yeah, um, I, I remember being at the the barbers uh, before COVID. It's going back probably a couple of years actually now. And there was a, a point, and no one pre warned you on this. And the barber's just gone. Oh, would you like me to do your your nostrils and your eyebrows? Oh, yeah. And I looked at him daft and gone, well, why would I want you to do that? And it's at oh, that yeah. moment I realized I had these eyebrows that just kind of stuck out like this. And it's like, wow. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I, actually, what, you know, you're talking about dress. I've been getting my eyebrows cleaned up since I was in my teens. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, so I didn't have this one single patch going <laughs> on over here. Uh, that that wasn't a good look. Uh, <laughs> you know, the beard, the beard has come on and off over the years. But you know, you look at any of my promo, you know, that's even 20 years old, I've got the beard. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, I'm liking yours a little bit better than whatever that thing is you had growing on your chin. Yeah, I must admit, it, I've, I've never had a beard. Um, and then I've, I've decided because of COVID, I would do. Uh, I mean, I've, I've trimmed this one down now because it's getting mad. But I, I think I think it's going to stay. I think I like this more than that now. So Yeah, if you keep it trim and keep it trimmed to the jawline, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can do the chin strap thing pretty good. <laughs> so, you know, and, um, and the thing is, the thing is about that is you you were talking, you know, keeping that style up yeah. when you're when you're appearing. I don't care if you're online, if if you're in a crowd, you're on crowd, you're you're out there. You got to yeah. look sharp because it yeah. adds to your prestige. It makes your life so much easier. Uh, just so quickly, yeah. One little thing can can help you making a good impression yeah i was also believe if you, you've always got to have nice shoes so i mean nice shoes nice jacket you can you can you can get away with it if you know what i mean but it's exactly that when you get to a venue when you're on stage you're on stage you've got yeah. to be the part you know it's it's the joys of being a performer don't get me wrong the joys of doing what we do is you can turn up with a microphone and that's all you really need to do the job However, if if Beyonce needs all those lights and those backing dancers and everything else, then I sure as hell need something as well, if you know what I mean. And it's yeah. it's an excuse to buy some wacky stuff. It's an excuse to have a stupid jacket. It's an excuse to buy stupid shoes. It's, you know, I can use this stage well, as that, that. That whole stupid part was was the key point to that is what the wacky stuff yeah. is, you know, unless you're a very specific type of uh, type of comic. You know, there's one guy out there who used to wear a big lemon-colored suit, and I oh. chuckled because he was all about five six. He looked like a big, brilliant, bright lemon. You couldn't miss him. But there's mm. no way I was going to have him at a corporate event, you no. know, looking like a goof. Yeah, yeah, wow. that's that's it. I have a I have a, a purple velvet jacket that I had made, um, and when I was having it made, I thought it's either going to look. And I said this to the tailor. I went, I don't want it to look like a Willy Wonka. Uh, fancy dress costume I want it to look like a bespoke jacket and I was very yeah. nervous about it and when it came I, I was very happy with it I, I actually have 
Okay. I have a couple of velvet ones that have been really popular with the crowds. The weird thing about velvet is people want to come pet you. Yeah. <laughs> they want to go, is yeah. that, ooh, you're soft. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, okay, you're creepy. So moving on a little bit. Um, one of the things that you're most famous for, aside from the performing, is the safe on stage. Um, in the UK, we've had a couple of movements on on safety, and it's 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 craziness over here. To be fair, sometimes because we've got certain laws and regulations that are in place. Um, oh, yeah. you, you you created a, a course which you have to take part for your insurance in in the states. How did that come about? And uh, tell us about safe on stage. Well, all right. So in so I've been doing this. You know, I've been involved in hypnosis for forty years. I've I've been studying it since you know for. 36, 37 years. Uh, I've been getting paid to do it for 30 years. So I've gotten to watch a lot of the stuff that's going on. I've been doing this since, you know, I was a little kid. Uh, my daughter, one of these days, will interview with somebody like you and go, yeah, my dad had me on stage doing stuff. You know, by the time I was seven, I was on an international talent show, you know, and awesome. it's like the kid's going to be able to, to, to leverage everybody because she's second gen, right? Yeah. Uh, but for me, I got to watch when all the trainers who really didn't do well on stages but started training came out of the woodwork uh we had one guy i won't mention names because i'm sure i'll piss somebody <laughs> off i usually do let's face it um and unfortunately and i'm going to sideline myself just a little bit here welcome to being add uh <laughs> you've got so many people who really couldn't perform well and they, they, they started driving the marketplace. And when you had to come up and talk to people about safety, they're pretty much whatever, right? They just didn't care. And so you had to get pretty direct with people to go, listen, idiot, quit doing that because you're going to hurt people. And, yeah. you know, so I've got a reputation for being blunt and direct to the point. Uh, and I think, honestly, honestly, is the best policy. Look, if you're going to make somebody do a sexual um skit in front of general public without consent sooner or later you're going to get your ass arrested and not only are you going to go to jail you're going to put a black mark again on our industry uh i will toss out andrew newton uh your famous <laughs> um, guy who hates all of you he hates yes. everybody in the industry yes. and in some cases he's right you know if you keep doing all the really raunchy stuff uh and i'm not against it if i'm in a, if i'm at a closed door event doing a private show, it's R-rated material, then fine. You know, the F-bomb can fly. Somebody can screw a chair. We're going to have fun. Uh, well, I can't let my hair down anymore. Um, hmm. But we're going to have some fun, and we're going to enjoy ourselves. But it's an adult environment. It's closed door. None of that stuff ever ends up on YouTube. Yeah. I'm not going to embarrass somebody on YouTube by, by showcasing their orgasmic skills <laughs> for the freaking world. But that's, guys really they want their they want their clicks. They're yeah. so desperate to get recognition. I mean, they're not gonna put yeah. anything up there possible to get some views. There does seem to be uh in the last six months, maybe last year, there seems to be a movement of that again online, especially on the YouTube, on the 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 orgasmic handshake and that type of thing. Sure. I'm a big believer as I've got older as a performer, I'm very paranoid about kind of young females on stage and how that comes across to me, if you know what I mean. Well, and yeah, because now you're creepy Uncle Fester, right? Exactly, exactly. So, uh, yeah, 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 pervy uncle. I don't want to be that guy. So I'm very conscious of that on stage now. But I suppose on YouTube, 
that's what gets the clicks. You've got the guys that go, oh, if I learn hypnosis, then I could use that to get women. Or as a young kid who's really gotten gotten a, a lot of a lot of hits, a massive amount of subscribers on yeah. YouTube recently for street, street hypnosis stuff. And when you look through his videos, it's the ones that highlight girl in bikini, right? Those girl are the ones that beach. are getting yeah, yeah, girl on beach wearing nothing. You know, mm. he, he's showing girls like woohoo, yep. and there's where his views are. You watch the actual material, you're going, eh. But yeah. it, it, but what's hooking him? It, it's hooking him in that front thumbnail of yeah. you know all you're seeing is titty titty titty. I apologize uh, everybody for that, but it is what it is. You know they're yeah. they're selling something that really isn't there. Yeah, uh, and, and, it's, and it's what is it called? It's called clickbait. Yes, um, yeah. and it, and it, it does create that, that. Yeah, it creates that feeling of people, especially when it comes to the stage stuff and the performance side of things, where there is that element of the. The, the creepy performer, the, the sexuality of it, which right. for me is always a difficult thing because you want people to want to be involved on stage. Right. So going back in history, we had all of a sudden had this, these guys come out and start training people cheaply. $3.99, you two can be a world-famous comedy hypnotist uh, in only a weekend. Uh, they started bumping their prices up, of course. And, you know, you could take this course or this course and use the such-and-such such method and all of a sudden, you see a thousand guys come out of the woodwork. Everybody's doing hand to face. You know, I'm yeah. like, oh great. Oh, there's an HMI technique. Uh, well, that was a Gilboyne technique. Well, that was from 1952. Who taught you this stuff? Yeah. And they started jamming it, and then they're then they're stuck because they're not trained entertainers. They're not trained comedians. And so, what are we going to do? How do we impress the crowd with our massive hypnotic skills? So they're going to try things like the Human Bridge, which they weren't trained to do. Yeah, um, they're going to run a few other things. Give me half a second here. Uh, <laughs> so for so our I general lost, crowd, for our general crowd, I apologize. Uh, Ian going back to uh, uh, your stage, where do you do you change your outfits for different venues? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. wear the same. Yes, yeah, I, I, Ian. Yes, most definitely. Uh, yeah. you know, doing corporate, uh, so I'll do a party for, um, you know, 500 people, a thousand people, and it's a roaring twenties event. I look like we're, my family came from Sicily, you know, we're, we're, we're as close to the mafia as you can get. Like literally <laughs> I'm related to lucky Luciano. You can't get much closer than that. Uh, you know, but we're entertainers. We're not, we're not that, yeah. that breed of the, the, the family, that part of the family. But yeah, so in that case, I'm gonna be in there with all dressed up in the tux, whatever I need to. Black tie, white tie. Uh, if we've got a we've got events where we're having to come in and wear custom costuming, they want me in boots and jeans. You'll see a lot of pictures up of me up. Uh, there's huge 10, 11, 12 foot posters of me jeans, um, you know, snappy jacket and cowboy boots with a, with with a cowboy hat. And that's for certain markets. So, yeah, I change my costuming depending on the marketplace and what the client wants. Look, my job at the end of the day is to get hired and entertain you guys and make everybody laugh, have fun, feel safe, and go home and say, oh, my goodness, that was an amazing event. Yeah. Right? Uh, I want to get brought back in next year. You know, yeah. This is our full-time day job. That's you that's it's, it's one thing I always kind of do. It's my show is not about me and being look how shocking and outrageous this show was, um, and everybody laughed and had an amazing time. It's also about the the next time I want to volunteer and I want to come to the show again. And it, it's about rebookings. It's exactly that. It's the business side of it. There's yeah, a lot of, there's a lot of 
there's a lot of performers, like you said earlier, that couldn't quite cut it as performers and then become trainers. Right. Um, and and, and they really didn't have a good grasp that, on safety. They didn't push mm. anything other than here's an induction, here's skits, here's a basic walkthrough, and have fun, good luck. Yeah. And so they, people go out there and they're hurting a lot of people. Matter of fact, here in America, we were starting to experience what happened in Europe with all the accidents, over 1.5 million in claims a year, a US, which is a big number for us. And, uh, you know, people just go into town and they, the only company in the entire US said, no more. We're not going to, yeah. we're not going to book stage hypnotists to give you insurance anymore. Uh, there are a few other nasty things that went on with that. The politics with that, if you've seen some of my stuff on Facebook, were horrendous. Mm. Um, I had one competitor, even this last year, uh, she tried to trademark uh, safe on stage from me to by lying to the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. There has yeah. been a lot of acrimony with this. This has yeah. been an ugly, ugly, ugly mess. But what I did was I got, I, I looked at it and I said, all right, look, we're not going to, any all of us take instruction from one person who's going to tell us all how to behave. So I got Richard Nongard. I got um, Sean Michael Andrews. I got all these top pros to help me put together and edit and format safe on stage. And then the regulators with the insurance company, because I found the insurance. I had, I had to sit down with all the regulators, all the risk assessors and go through all of their stuff. And they checked things off and said, yes, no, yes, no. Rewrite this, do this. So yeah. when it came down to it, here was a basic platform that no matter what area of a hypnosis you wanted to perform, I don't care whether it's kiddie shows or erotic shows, here's some basic safety protocols. You know, don't stuff things in people's mouths. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's, 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 it's common sense stuff that every, every, every stage performer should know. But, but we all see know, videos yeah, where exactly. people don't care because they're trying to get the shock factor instead yeah, of actually it, being a pro comedian. One of the things, and your clip shows this as well, and it's one of the things I, I always say is being an entertainment. It's not the skit itself that is necessarily the funny. The funny comes from the look that the performer gives the audience. Exactly. That look that you give to the audience and the audience kind of feels that they're in on something that's just yeah. happening there and then. And, like, and you do it in this crazy, next right? skit. And that's, that's the bit that I find gets that real rapport with the audiences. I'm going to sh play your clip now. Sure, um, go for it. I've, I've started it a couple of seconds in because it, 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 it comes back to the beginning. But yeah, I'm going to bring that in now and then uh, we can have a chat about it afterwards. Okay. We don't have any sound on this. Let me just turn this up. Well, while we've got silence on the clip, uh, this clip is from a show I did for Utah State. Uh, it's a college show. Uh, and each and every one of these girls are all Mormons. So uh, seeing the moves that they made being in a highly religiously uh, restricted environment was uh, quite interesting, to say the least.
Did anybody hear that? Oh, was there no sound on that? There was absolutely no sound. I think everybody said dead silence. Oh, oh, right. Well, I'll post. I'll, I will post the clip in the uh, okay. in the comments section. Um, I think it's because it might be Vimeo. It's the first time I've used Vimeo with this software. Okay. So it might be it might be the issue with that. Um, okay. It's now blaring in my ears. <laughs> what was um, it blaring? In Did you hear oh. it? Yeah, well, yeah, it says no, no sound, no sound, no sound this one. from Jason Simmons. Right. Oh, no. Uh, there's always a technical hitch every week. All right, so, so I'm going to tell everybody who's watching right now what was going on. Uh, yeah. I did a skit. Uh, it was uh, – I turned a, uh, one of a, one of the volunteers on stage into to Kesha. Uh, this is 2010, of course. She was popular back at the time. And she gets up there and does a Kesha impersonation. At the end of the skit, I asked her, I said, so how's everything going? Where's your next venue? What are you doing? She says, I'm going to London. <laughs> I said, awesome. And she goes, yeah. And then taps me and goes, but I don't speak Londonish. And I went, huh? And she go, I said, what does that sound like? And she goes, Boop -de -doop. and I just, you can see me. If you can get onto my Vimeo clip uh, or, or you can attach it. It's a hilarious bit from, from the past. We got another clip later on down the line. I'm sure uh, that's from YouTube. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's the bit it's the bit at the end. I mean, I've I've put the uh, link to the clip in the comment section below. I, I think this connection to Vimeo won't work. We have got a YouTube clip, but yeah, it's it's the bit at the end when she says she can't speak on the knees and she tries to do it, and then the look that you give to the audience, and it's funny because you get the laughter. The audience kind of does that. The look then gives them that approval, and it just ramps the laughter right up. So yeah. Uh, sorry, Kevin. Can oh. you hear now? Right, well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll bring in the I'll bring in the uh, the street mafia. Is it the street mafia you call it? Yeah. So let me explain this here a second. So we've got our yeah. stage side of things that we do our shows, and those go from shows for fairs and festivals to big corporate. And you don't see my corporate shows up there because let's face it, uh, somebody really doesn't want the CEO of you know Nordstrom yeah. up seeing them up on stage turned into a, a rock god. So a lot of my corporate clients are absolutely no, no, don't air this on YouTube. It's like yeah. I sign, I sign paper saying we won't. Uh, in a lot of cases, uh, but our street side of things, a long time ago, I was brought in by Fox to do a couple of shows where they wanted me to do man on the street and they wanted stuff real fast. So all right, so now they could start to hear me. Uh, so I, I I did some stuff. I went and hung out with Sean Michael Andrews out there on the East coast. And I looked at what he was doing and I went, all right, you're not that fast. Let me show you something. And I pulled <laughs> off an entire show on the street out of nothing, but I was used to doing that with fairs. Anyways, this isn't rocket science. So I had already known how to do rapids at a very brutally blistering pace. Uh, and then, so I started in on the street hypnosis stuff. And this video here is from, I think two years ago now where I was hired to do street material at a big event, uh, which nobody gets hired to do this stuff. Uh, and then, of course, I've done street festivals and done all the rest of this stuff. A lot of it, a lot of it helps you practice and hone skills, and not yeah. just in inductions, but in pre presentation, pulling a crowd, uh, honing your honing those quick inductions, those instantaneous things, which is like a close-up magician. If you get really good at this yeah. stuff, you can walk up to somebody, and some of the stuff you can pull off. Mm. Uh, and, and hypnotherapists 
classically can't do any of that. Yeah, I like I like the street stuff. Um, in the UK, we're not allowed to do the street stuff. There's, it is a whole there's a whole thing about that. Uh, so impromptu demonstrations of hypnosis. Um, I like them because as a stage performer, it's very difficult to have an out. If you if you give someone a, a, a skit that it's going to be this and it doesn't go the way you want it to go, you haven't got that out. Whereas with the street stuff, because it's so up close and personal, for me, I find audiences get more amazement from less phenomena. All right. Well, that's a good question, though. You do have an out. You just have to be a good comic yeah. about it. You know? Yeah. Hey, Grant, what's your name? Grant. Ah, perfect. You remembered. Move on to the next and yeah. keep going. Yeah. If you choke on it and try to do it a couple more times, you know, I'll probably drop you, drop you and leave you sit for a little bit, bring you up and down a few more times. Mm -hmm. and then I'll come back at you. You sure you remember your name? You forgot. <laughs> I'm going to look yeah. at him and all of a sudden Grant will go, uh, and I go, gotcha. And then the crowd laughs because because they're thinking, well, Grant wasn't hypnotized because he remembered. Yeah. And suddenly I got Grant, and Grant is doing the weirdest crap up on stage because I just let him bake a little longer. So yeah. in a lot of cases, it's just looking at, at where that person is and making that judgment call. And, you know, if the skit, skit starts to bomb, get out of it. Just move on to the next. Yeah. Drop yeah. the bag down and run. <laughs> right, right. Let me show this. This is this is quite a long clip. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring it up, and it's going to be side by side with you as well, so you can kind of you know okay. talk along with it as well. Sure. So I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna disappear, but I'll still be here. So no swearing. Okay. <laughs> There's a shirt. <laughs> All right. In the background, though, you can see uh, our signs. We use uh, billboards. Uh, I'm not going to wear one of those stupid shirts. Hey, we're hey, live we're here at the, here fair. the fair. There's thousands, There's thousands of people, people around, around, and we're doing, we're street, doing street hypnosis. hypnosis. This, this is going to rock. rock. Guys, guys, watch this. this. Hey, Maddie, check your hands out. Look at your hands right now, consciously. All the way down. Down, down, down. And you're good. Hey, you have a bit of an echo just in turn your sound down a little bit. Wait a second. What did I get into? You're just going to collapse like your girlfriend. All the way down. Cool. Awesome, oh, nice to meet you, man. Thank you. Oh, he's got big hands. Squeeze, 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 Hopefully squeeze, squeeze, sleep. All the way down. You keep your balance at all times. Boom. <laughs> Wait a second here. Are you so trying? when you do street hypnosis, you want to have fun. Too many people right are. Too many people are so worried, and scared, and confused. It's nuts, guys. You want to? You got to try street hypnosis sometimes. It's <laughs> a trip. If you look behind me, we got a crowd. Anytime going I touch on, you so on the forehead or anywhere else too. on your face, you think you have a cut. Hey, of fact, you're going to really want a bandaid. I'm, I'm and need, you know I what I see most here, people do? Here, they're I doing got hand one. sticks, things here, like I that. Okay. I can do a full stage. Or do you want to right try the more? It's getting matter. stuck. There you go. There you go. It's getting stuck tighter and tighter. There we go. See? See, I got that try. When you try, you fail. The harder you try, the more you're failing. Here, close your eyes, dude. They just got locked shut. Matter of fact, the harder you. There you go. You By the way, that's all induction. There you go. Good try. That's my free right. talk. You're going to end up with your eyeballs rolled up in the back of your head. It's the weirdest thing. Let them go. Now just breathe and relax and relax and breathe. If I say sleep deep, sleep relax, you're going to keep your balance, but you're going to melt. Step back here a little bit. Matter of fact, if I say sleep deep, sleep relax, you're just going to all the way down, 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 down. Deeper, 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 down, down. Got it. What's your name? Nathan. Nathan, sleep all the way down. See, Nathan's I dropped gone. him again. One, two, three, eyes right. on one. I asked him what hey, his Nathan, name was. How are you doing, man? Good, how are you? Good. Under the category, Nathan, you forgot. What's your name? Nathan. Cool, you remember. See? Check this out. Close your eyes. They just got stuck again. <laughs> what is that? 
<laughs> now I'm just trying to convince her in a comedy joke. Hold on, Nathan. Your arm, just like your eyes, locked here, locked here, locked. Turn your hand into a fist. Turn into a bar, still consciously, unconsciously. Got stuck. Harder you want to move it, the more it's getting stuck. Eyes wide open, your arm stuck. What is this? <laughs> hold on, hold on. And your other hand is starting to vibrate like that. When I let it go, it keeps doing it. <laughs> All right, I'm not making fun of anybody's special needs, so. Sleep all the time. Okay, so we got some crazy stuff going on here. We're doing some street hypnosis out here at the fair. It's absolutely nuts. We got thousands of people around us. The crowds are starting to gather all over the place. This is what cool street hypnosis really is. Hi, your hat's talking to you. Dude, your hat's talking to you. You ever been hypnotized before? No. No? What's your name? Callie, all right, do me a favor, put your both hands together like this. Stipu your first two fingers. When I ask you to, not before, you're gonna spread them apart, okay? You're just gonna collapse, relax, and go all the way down. There you go. You wanna get hypnotized? Yeah. Come on. What? Come on. <laughs> Is that for real? You just made me feel short. You know that, right? And I am not sure. Okay, fine, I'll do that oh, too. Hey, we're out here at the fair, we're having fun. You guys having fun? Yeah. Let's, see if I, let's see how fast we can hypnotize somebody. That's right, the harder you want to open your eyes, the more they're sticking. Just breathe, relax. We've done this for a long time. You're safe, we're not gonna do anything but something stupid, okay? That's all right, that's all we're doing. You sleep all the way down, 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 down. Collapse, relax, melt. <laughs> hold on, hold on, this is gonna get funny. Dude, you lost your belly button. <laughs> What's going on? I, I don't know where my belly button is. You know what? I don't know where my belly button is. You don't know where your belly button is? <laughs> well, it's got to be somewhere around here. Is it on the ground somewhere? I don't know. What's it look like? A hole that's blocked. I don't. It's How a hole. describe I, I, a belly button? I don't know. Give it's me a like, better description here. It's got some wrinkles in it. It's like about yay big. <laughs> What's going on, dude? It's not in my yeah, It's right there, you see it, you see it. Grab it, grab it, put it back on there. Grab it, put it. <laughs> Samantha, eyes wide open, wide aware. Samantha, hi, you are toasted. What's your name you forgot? Hi, come here. What's your name? You and I are best friends. Hi. I suck you What's going on? What's, oh, that? <laughs> What's going on? You can't remember your name? It's like in my head, yeah. It's, it's in like your the head? Words. <laughs> the words? The words? <laughs> Did you find your belly button? Okay. <laughs> I, like, what the I can't say it. That's so weird. You, you can't say it? No. No? It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, do you have any tattoos? <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Are you guys it again? <laughs> you don't want to lose it again? Yeah. Here, here, here. I'll give you a little I'll give you a little belly button crazy glue right there. Here, put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> what 
We want to say three, but it's not. Three and <laughs> count the other one. Three and seven. Three and seven or what? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Okay, so two plus two is five plus five is ten plus ten is. Mix you up and get the devil's ten is hundred. Awesome. She's an engineering student. I just I just gave her Common Core math. <laughs> I just about to sleep all the way down. Is that weird? It's a trip. So it's How a do trip. I make friends like that? You don't make friends like that. How do I? How do you make friends like that? Well, I teach. I you know what? I teach street hypnosis. I actually teach people how to do this. All right, my camera's saying that my battery's dead, so we're gonna take a 10 minute break. We'll come back and do some more here in a bit. Samantha, you're gonna sleep in my arm right here. I love All right, can you guys hear me again? Yeah, we can hear you again. I had to mute your microphone then, sorry. I think it was coming back through onto them, if you know what I mean. I think they could ah. hear it, so it's causing a bit of an echo, so I had to, had to mute you for a second there. Yeah, great. Great performance, great demonstration of the street stuff there as well. And it's 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 weird because I've, I've also had this thing with street hypnosis in the UK that it's got to be done. When I see people doing it on YouTube, I'm always paranoid that someone that's new to hypnosis will see it and try and recreate it without the proper training. And that sure. to me is where it could get really dangerous. And, you know, I've seen some things in, in my time sort of thing, but that was a really great demonstration of it. And I love how when you bring it down – you can you can do those like the the forgetting numbers skits with an engineering student, um, and it just it it just not ratchets it up there on on how it's delivered. So yeah, really well done on that. And and you know what? No one got dropped to the ground, and that girl was almost seven foot tall. Yeah, like you gotta <laughs> yeah. understand. You gotta understand. I was wearing with boots on. I am I am six foot flat. She yeah. was almost a foot taller than me. She made me look tiny. Uh, I Oh, your internet has frozen. There we go. See, have we got you back? Oh, you're back. There, there we go. go. There we go. Um, so, any, so yeah. any, anyways, you can have a lot of fun with it. It's the, the parameters that most people are trying to teach people by. And the videos you're seeing, they're on the street. Yeah, sure. But they're dropping people into nasty stuff. They're, they're, yeah. they're you know, they're, they're not looking at, you know, where's our head going to hit? Um, yeah. What are we going to do? How are we going to do that? Uh, so you got to look at right time, right place for your skits. Yeah. You know, don't do anything adult with people in a public situation, yeah. with, you know, and definitely don't do anything that you don't have permission to do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's all, it's always going to be somebody's wife, somebody's mother, somebody's daughter, somebody's sister. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you a horror. I'll tell you an interesting story. You know, I've got brought into these casinos to do rated R shows. And so we go out there and, and, and we do the show and, and then we go do this public show where, you know, it's rated R at the doors, big signs, like adult content. I get up on stage and say, ladies and gentlemen, you're in a rated R environment. If foul language offends you, now's your chance to leave. We are not going to refund your money. You know, it's all printed on the tickets. Uh, if you're going to volunteer, you may end up having sex with the chair tonight. <laughs> I do not. It's a comedy, right? I'm laughing yeah. while I'm doing it, but I'm on video. I'm telling you, and we're videotaping this entire event. So heads up, by volunteering tonight, you're giving us permission to have fun. Yeah. At the same time, I set it up on stage so that if somebody does volunteer in one of those adult environment things, 
let's say, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen an orgasm chair or something like that. Yeah. I set the chair up and I said, if you want to volunteer to, 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 to jump in that chair, uh, just raise your hand. Yeah. Two thirds of your people are like, hello, and half the guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but you have four or five are always going to go, no, and you don't force them. You don't put yeah. them in that environment. But we had one, one girl one night, she's begging to just do this. And I was leaving her alone because I knew who her boyfriend was. And I, I already <laughs> thought he was a jerk. I'd run into him earlier. He was one of those just a little bit uh, uppity. And he tried to jump our stage. Wow. When she, vol she volunteered. I have it all on videotape. She volunteered. And, you know, and I, I make these points. It's when, I, when I'm telling people about safety, it's not like I haven't made my mistakes. But I've also yeah. gotten to watch everybody else's. And, yeah. you know, fortunately, I, I made a lot of my mistakes before the era of YouTube. Yeah. You know, I, and I got to look at this and say, don't do that. You know, I remember I've told people up on stage that there are spiders crawling across the floor once <laughs> ever. Don't ever yeah. do that again. Yeah. The result is not good. So, yeah. you know, but at, back in the time, this was in the early 90s. No one's going to tell you, don't do that. Everybody's yeah. like, go for it. So, sure, I made my mistakes. No one got hurt. Thank God. Uh but we learned and, and we didn't re continue to repeat the mistakes in the hope that it would be good comedy. Yeah. And you, 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 you polish as you go along, you polish and as times change and especially now where it's just, you know, it's, we live in an era where it's, you know, people you want me. to be offended. You've got to be very careful. You triggered me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm offended. Yeah, and yeah. and you know what? You're gonna always, you know, you always run the risk of offending somebody. You know, we do the number skit, and we do the number skit. Most everybody's gonna make somebody forget a number. I've changed it up dramatically over the years. I don't do you forgot the number two or five or whatever anymore. And most people don't even remember half the pattern for the skit. So I came up with new patterns, new things like that. And I've had teachers come up to me and yell at me because I was making fun of their their schoolwork. And I'm like, look, lady. It's a joke. Just yeah. enjoy the night or go home. It's nothing personal. And <laughs> she continued around at me and said, hey, sorry, I have five kids. I've already had to go through this crap <laughs> five times. Done. <laughs> and everybody else has too. So outside of you, everybody else was laughing. I think we did a good job tonight. So, yeah. you know, you do get that. Uh, but the big thing today, if I can pass this to anybody, if – and I see a lot of the political posts that are biased to one side or the other side uh, uh, worldwide. It, it's not just us here in the U.S. with everybody yeah. jamming their crap down, down everybody's throat. So, one, if you're a professional performer, get the politics off your sites. Yep. I don't care what's rolling on. I don't care if it's your personal private feed. Don't talk about it publicly. It will cost you a lot of business. Now, if you're an amateur who does a couple of shows every year and you don't care, you're a retiree like most of you are, sure, go for that. But don't expect to be complaining when no one's going to give you business later because you're doing inappropriate stuff or putting up uh, putting up uh, opinions on policy that, let's face it, you're an armchair. Uh, so I, I had a, a, show, a show poster uh, going back a few years now, six, seven years um, of a, a pocket watch back in the day when that was acceptable to have a pocket watch in your promotional picture. Um, and I, I was using it for about two years and I got an email from someone offended because there was a Masonic Freemason symbol on the pocket watch. Right. And it was right. like, why are you promoting that? And I'm like, whoa, that's, you know, so yeah, that was, that was a weird situation. So part two to that though is, Work as hard as you can to be all-inclusive. 
I'm not saying necessarily get all perfect with your cisgender this and all the rest of that stuff. Even kids are going nuts with, with trying to figure out what that's supposed to mean. Uh, there is a group that's very loud about it. And uh, what I found, especially when we're doing younger adults, and I'm talking 18, 25, you know, even 30, where, where people are very sensitive to this, is I literally keep a roll of name tags uh, with us now in our prop kit. And so if I've got a younger crowd, everybody gets name tags. You're Bob, you're Sally, you're Sue, you're Kevin. I don't care what you look like. I'm not guessing. I am calling you by whatever name. If you want to call yourself Fruity Pie, I'm going to call you Fruity Pie. I'm going to make fun out of you all night long. And Fruity Pie is going to be the meme of the night. But, you know, whatever you want, I'm going to make sure that I'm not intentionally going out of my way to not include you. Yeah. You want to self-identify yeah. as a fox, fine. Great. Let's do some fox skits. Yeah. Yeah, you I do. do. I, ident I right? do identify as being a fox. Cool. I will pull that track up and I will have you doing the fox skit. I will make crap up just for you because I want to see it. So does yeah. everybody else. But be, be yeah. inclusive. Make sure you're not you're not taking anybody out. We work for a lot of LGBT uh, events. We do gay pride events. We do gun clubs. We do conservative corporate where they start out the evening by saying prayers and we do corporate events where you can't say Merry Christmas uh, and everybody's like, hmm. we do events where I'm the only guy who's not Asian. Uh, hmm. I do events where I'm the only guy who's somewhat light-skinned. It really doesn't matter. Be inclusive, work with everybody. Uh, and the better you can do that and the better you can work with everybody, the more popular you're going to get across the board. It's, it's a hard enough job to get gigs without limiting yourself by isolating people that are potential clients. We're the number one yeah. most book exactly. comedy act in the U.S. But I'll tell you, it's it's hard work only because people don't like sales. Uh, hmm. People don't want to get up there and uh, and do stuff. And usually when they do, they, they start up by beating up everybody else. Yeah. You know, I got Christina on here. If I go out and start beating up Christina to get a gig, it actually looks bad on me. So you don't beat up your competition, sell the pros and cons of your show, what you're doing. And that starts with you. Do you have a professional uh, press kit? Are, do you got your promo down? Do you have your, uh, you know, your promotional pictures? How are you presenting yourself? The stuff that you guys see on YouTube are not the things that my clients get. Uh, half of my clients don't even have access to YouTube at the corporate uh, level because uh, the corporations don't want them watching YouTube all day. So yeah. they blocked it at the server level. So, you know, have a professional press kit, high quality 1080 by 1920 HD video that they can see that's clear and crisp. They want to download it, put it on the big screen for, for the company because they're, you're not the only choice. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. when that's, you're going out for a gig, you're competing against every, every high end magician Every high end exactly. other hypnotist, you're, you're, you're yeah. competing with comedians, impersonators. And we have exactly. a lot of comp your, your competition is another hypnotist. Your competition is all the types of entertainment that could possibly be out there. And other hypnotists. If, if they've got yeah. a bug up their butt, they want a hypnotist. A lot yeah. of times people call me up, they don't know they want a hypnotist, they want comedy. Yeah. You know, so am I going to sell them the hypnotist with a pocket watch or am I going to sell them a fantastic comedy event? And I watched your um, uh, show with Anthony Gailey and and uh, he's got some he, he's got some great material. I disagree with him on a couple of points only because I grew up in 
in his era of, of, of thought process with, with how he does the shows. Uh, that's how we all did it. We did demonstrations of hypnotic phenomena while discussing how it would change your life. And I yeah. love how he does it. it. It's absolutely fantastic. But from a comedy standpoint, hmm. that's not intentionally a comedy show. So for yes. any of us, I mean, who yeah, yeah. I mean Anthony says he's not a he's not a stage hypnotist right. per se. Yeah. But his his presentation's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and he's very smooth with it. Uh and, and as he says, you know, get out there and cold call. Uh, don't, don't be, don't be sitting there hoping you're going to get all these leads in on the computer. You know, you type up hire a hypnotist. I come up the top three or four usually, and I've got a couple of online services now that have kicked me down, but you know, web leads are not going to pay your bills. You got to make sure you're connected with potential customers. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that make it work. Yeah. One of the things we always uh, kind of ask guests on the show, and I know a lot of hypnotists tend to be kind of, you know, book people as well. Um, if you were to recommend two books, whether hypnosis books or mindset or anything like that, if you were to recommend two books to the people watching this, what are your two? Well, on hypnosis, the number one recommendation is going to be Hypnotherapy by Dave Elman. Of course. And, and here's the thing, and I'm going to give you guys all a little insight. You guys have not read it right. None of you, <laughs> right? You don't know what you're talking about. The moment I see you type up on onto a Facebook post, use the Dave Elman induction. You just did not read that book. You got a script. Some pulled somebody's stuff offline. Somebody else handed it to you. It's twisted on a on a piece of paper that was turned into a PDF. You don't you don't have a clue what Dave Elman mm. was teaching. What David Elman was teaching was doctors how to hypnotize people deep enough for surgical procedures in under in 90 seconds or less. That was his preferable yeah. time frame. If you can hypnotize somebody that deep in 90 seconds, I want to know your stuff. But what he did for his demonstrations in those books, people tore out and said, well, this is how you do it. And that wasn't <laughs> what he taught. So when I teach private classes and what, you know, right now it's on zoom or, or whatever, when I'm teaching, uh, I'm teaching some of Elman's inner secrets, how 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 he could get people in a deep state of trance very quickly. Uh, and his books actually give you a lot of that detail if you just know what to look for. And so Dave Elman was a big, big influence. Of course, you know, I've got every book Erickson ever, ever read. I've got uh, books that actually have um, the uh, report that uh, Ben Franklin gave to the King of France when he went in and interviewed Franz Anton Mesmer along with the, the, everybody else and called him a fraud, you know, it was all your imagination. Uh, I got a lot of stuff, but for any hypnotist, if, if you're getting started and you're just watching this, uh, pick up the wizard within uh, by Al Krasner. Now I actually went before Al died. I, I think it was the last guy to ever do it, do it, a show that he was a part of, you know, he came, uh, I was I, I did a big show for for the American Board of Hypnotherapy, which he used to own, and uh, you know I got some kudos from him. His his material, as simple as it was, was so straightforward and clear and clean and crisp. Uh, it really you know it's one of the books that I I make all my students read. Yeah. So it's it, it's 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 high on my recommendation list. There's a lot of others. Uh, on anything and everything from NLP to marketing, but you know, I, I, my library stretches walls and walls. Yeah. So I've got so a pretty. If, an, if, an, if anyone's watching this on YouTube as well, the links to those books will be uh, the Amazon links will be in the description oh, cool. below this. Um, yeah. Justin, it's been it's been absolutely fantastic speaking to you. Um, yeah.